Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. I uh, tried to sign on to the Wi-Fi, so I'm not not good, not good, not good. Not sure what's going on with my Wi-Fi. No, my Wi-Fi is not showing as connected. Yes, it is, but the signal's not good. It's weird. Technology. So, Big Papa coming to you today from Oakland, California, out here um, assessing a family for wraparound services. And um, been out here all day. Got here, left uh, Eureka this morning at uh, 8 o'clock. Got up at 5, had a staff meeting at 6.30 on the phone. And then I uh, hopped on the plane and got on out here. So I've been out here all day and uh, spent some time with a really cool kid and, and a nice, nice set of parents. But, uh, and I'm tired. <laughs> wow, tired. Um, so it made me think, because he's 18, this young man, and it made me think about the conflict that adoptive parents oftentimes have with their uh, uh, with their adolescents their adolescent children that they're oftentimes unaware of and it's it's and I say adoptive parents have with their adolescent child or children but it's really the challenge the adolescent has with themselves and that is the conflict of getting older and so a lot of times what we don't realize, and this is not just adopted or adopted adolescent children, this is all adolescent children. And it is a part of the conflict. So if you wanna if you wanna wonder what, you know, if you wanna know the answer to what may be a part of the challenge going on with your teenager when you are, you know, pushing up against the rebellious teens and, and all that stuff. Hey Mimi, hey Kelly Bill. Oh, and I did put in the the subject of tonight's uh, daily dose that this is the last final days to register for Kelly Belt's eight-week online uh, adoptive moms webinar so a course so if you haven't done that already I really really encourage you to do that just click the link and put in code POST POST and you'll save a hundred dollars so that's for our posties um, but it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a fantastic eight-week course so if you you need to go deep Kelly's going to help you go deep. So, you're welcome, Kelly. So, there's four spots left. Only four spots left. So, snatch it up. Snatch it up. It'll be a much better investment than Black Friday. So, one of the challenges you are dealing with with your teenager that they don't know about themselves, that you have a hard time understanding, is the conflict of actually getting older. See, when you hit adolescence, not only is your brain changing, but society starts to inform you that you're supposed to actually start thinking and functioning in a more independent way, in a more adult way, if you will. The craziness about that is that the orbital frontal cortex, our social and emotional control center, doesn't complete your development, doesn't complete its development until you're almost 25 years old. So your brain, so you, you're going into adolescence, your teenage years, with all this social reinforcement that you should start, 
you know, functioning more like an adult. You get your driver's license. You sometimes you get a job. You're driving, driving to and from school and hanging out with your friends on the weekends. And curfews go from nine o'clock to midnight. And and you get all this so much more freedom. And your parents are they they start to have less hands-on involvement with telling you to take a shower and clean up your room and you know asking you what you, what you want to eat or and you know serving dinner and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's natural social conditioning. But the thing is, number one, for the teenager, the teenager experiences the push towards adulthood, but also the emotional conflict of still wanting to be a child and sometimes emotionally still very much being a child. So there's a confusion that occurs. And then they have all this conflict, social, societal conflict, pushing them towards adulthood. They have this emotional insecurity around adulthood and actually wanting to cling to the parent still and still be the child. And that's why a lot of times with your teenagers, you're dealing with a lot of emotional regression. And you see it's, it's confusing because... You know, they're bigger and they're acting like toddlers and they're acting like five-year-olds and, and you're trying to push them to be older, but they're not there. That's the conflict. That's the emotional conflict. And it's also the neurological conflict that's at work in the adolescent brain. Now, there's that piece. Now, here's the parent piece. The parent piece of that is that society says your teenager is now supposed to be a young functioning adult. So you start doing all these things as though they're adults, but at the same time, you see you're, you're still looking at your child. So then you're actually creating a push-pull dynamic also. So you're wanting and expecting and encouraging them to do these independent things, but at the same time, you're still doing these things like, you know, hovering over them and telling them what they can do and what they should do and when they need to be home and getting upset with them when they, you know, when they don't pick up after themselves and you're still very much treating them like a child and not like a young adult. So we as parents have that neurologic emotional conflict also. Now here's the piece that's the different level, kind of the next level with adopted children, adopted adolescents. And that is the fear of leaving the home. See, adopted children don't come from that same foundation of security. So it's, it's almost like the baby bird in the nest. For the adopted child, the nest always has a hole in the bottom of it. So their little, once they crack through their shell, their little legs are constantly falling down into that hole, scaring the bejesus out of them before they pull it back up and then they rest comfortably and safely in the nest. And occasionally as the parent, your wing covers the hole. So they're dancing around on your wing like there's no cares in the world. And then when you're off doing your thing, their little foot falls down through that hole again Whereas with biological children, they have that foundation by and large fundamentally because the biological mother is there or the biological father is there or they're both there or the extended family's there. There's this, there's this level of security that comes in being able to look at people that look like you. There's this level of security that comes in being able to listen to people that sound like you. There's a level of insecurity that comes from not being able to, to know people who look like you. And so the conflict, the other, the next level conflict for the adopted adolescent 
is the fear of leaving home. They have all the societal uh, push that they're supposed to be leaving home. By God, they want to be they want to be leaving home. They're like, I'm tired of this shit I've been dealing with here, and I'm tired of you, and I'm ready to move on, and I'm ready to get out of here. And so they want to they want to they want to leave home too. But then the part they're not telling you is that little voice of that little baby bird who feels terrified, scared to death of leaving the home. And so you get this, you get this constant conflict with your adopted adolescent where they're acting like adults and then they're acting like three-year-olds. They act like adults, then they act like three-year-olds. And you're like, what the heck is going on? And what's going on is they are afraid that they're gonna become adults and have to leave and face that potential insecurity and that risk of abandonment. Because if they leave, they don't know if they're gonna be able to come back. If they leave, they don't know that that home is gonna be there for them if they struggle. And that's what you have to realize as an adoptive parent and what you can say to your child is look, I know you're almost 18 or you're, you know, you're almost however old, you're 17, you're 16, you're 15. You're closer to being an adult than you are to being my little child. I'm all my small child. I'm always going to love you like you're my baby. But I also understand that you have to start making some adult decisions. So I'm not going to set your alarm for you. I'm not going to wake you up in the mornings. I'm not going to tell you it's time to get dressed. I trust that where we've got to at this point is what's going to see you through. And then you give them a couple opportunities to fail flat on their freaking face. And they're going to get mad at you. Why'd you let me do that? You should have woke me up. And you say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were still my baby. But now that I know you're still my baby, I'll, I'll go ahead and do some of those things until you tell me you're ready to, to move on a little further. And then you can always say, you can always come home. You can always come home. Uh, and you, when, when you leave this house, this, this house, me, my heart, this family is always yours. It's always available. You can communicate that, that level of security. And that's just something that came up, made me think about based on the family I was working with today. Because um, this young man's 18 and he's had a lot of challenges for a long time. But just listening to some of the conflict he has and, the, and watching the way he interacted with his mother's, you know, it's like a, like a little five-year-old boy, you know, nagging his mom and, and, and interacting with her and laughing and giggling and her getting a little frustrated and telling him to stop, stop. So I could see that conflict. So I hope that's useful for you guys. Um, remember in any given situation, we can always, always do one of two things. We always have two choices. We can continue to express process, express process, I'm tired, I'm tired, guys. We can continue to react and be overwhelmed and stressed out from our same imprints of stress and fear. Or we can stop, we can slow down, and we can take three to ten deep breaths and choose love. And I hope you guys will choose love. God bless each and every one of you. Big Papa loves you. I hope I have more energy for you guys tomorrow. Have a fantastic evening. And again, click that link. Find out what that eight-week uh, course, that Adopted Moms course with Kelly Belt is all about. And uh, take advantage of that $100 discount. God bless everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.